welcome to You Have Me at Merlot, the ultimate podcast about all things wine. Join me and my fellow rookie sommelier, David Asquith, to uncork our potential and chat to special guests to really help us to try and grasp the grape. This podcast discusses alcohol and adult themes, and we urge you to please drink responsibly. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Welcome to You Had Me at Merlot, the ultimate wine podcast with me, Georgie Stemmen. And here is my co-host, David Asquith. How are you doing, Dave? I'm all right. Yeah, good. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. This intro episode is all about why we want to do this podcast. Um, yeah. Why do you like wine? Uh... I met a lot of my friends through wine, uh, by which I mean they're all, (laughs) I met them outside on the street, outside pubs, whilst drinking wine, and uh, yeah, but it's brought people into my life. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Are there any specific moments that you can recall? Uh, When I met you. Aww. And That's so nice. also <laughs> producer Julia <laughs> and producer Katie, uh, that was drinking wine. My sisters. In, uh, <laughs> Georgie's sisters. And my future wife, producer Julia. Cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we met drinking red wine on the streets of Paris. But would you say would you say that's when you started really liking wine or was it earlier in life? Uh, when I was at uni, I used to want to think that I was like, I don't know, I, I started buying wine for myself when I was at uni. It was like, either you would go to parties and the amount that it would cost versus how drunk you get, it was like slightly better than most other drinks. Yeah. Uh, but then I did kind of try to start learning it. I was working my first job, so I had a bit of like extra cash. So I used to occasionally go to, there was a Waitrose around the corner from where I lived. Very posh. And uh, I used to go and I used to buy stuff from like, not from like the basic bitch section, but like the kind of the fancy between bit. places. Yeah. Not the fancy stuff, not the basic bitch, but like the middle ground. So I want to be posh. Just to recap, as a but student, I don't know. As a you student. used to go to Waitrose and not no, buy this was <laughs> This is after I was a student. This is my first job. Oh, right, sorry. I was still living in Canterbury where I went to university. Okay, sorry. I thought you meant as a student, you would be like, oh, not the posh stuff. And not no, the as a student, stuff. I would drink, like, Frosty Jacks and White Ace. And just hang on the streets. It was... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, used to, I used to buy the, like, kind of, I guess, mid-range stuff. Did you have a go, go-to bottle of wine? Be one, I... I <sighs> Something, something Bordeaux, and like the the logo of it is like this kind of Hampton Court sort of looking building and a garden coming in front of it. Sounds very mid Waitrose. It, it's yeah, it's it's Chateau something. Chateau Bordeaux. It's a it's red. It, uh, it might have been white. I like the red one now, but at uni I think it was the white that they made. White middle class. But it was French, so I thought I was fancy. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I think at uni I would buy. There, there was I can't remember what it's called, but the house kind of 
student union pub white wine had a foot on it. And I have a foot phobia, so I always found that kind of uh, invasive. But okay. it was cheap. So, um, Isn't that I, barefoot? The one with barefoot? Yeah. Producers, yeah, you get barefoot. right. Barefoot wine. Um, it's good. It's fine. To be fair, it's very fine. Served with curly fries and a pub quiz. I think very enjoyable. Uh, um, outside of that, yeah, a lot of ice needed. I, think. I don't think you need ice. I think you need more curly fries or just sweet or potato fries. Or I mean, being to That's the other thing. That's the other thing about learning. I guess <laughs> learning or like early experiences of wine is I. I don't know how you to drink that much at uni, but like you can show up with a, a, a couple of bottles, maybe three bottles, maybe four bottles, and you can drink the first bottle and it tastes like crap. But once you've got through that and you're onto the second one. It's like, okay, this is, it's tolerable. Yeah. Then the third one's quite good. And by the time you, if you hit a fourth bottle, yeah, it's, it's the most beautiful stuff you've ever drunk. It doesn't matter. Drink a bottle of wine before you go out. You're trash. You don't need to buy any more wine in the club. And yeah, you've you had a good do. amount. You've had your own bottle and it costs you five pounds. <laughs> and that's amazing. I fell into the trap of wine. That's why we're here. You did. Yeah, but... but the thing is that you didn't know was the same stuff that they're selling you in a club for 20, 30 quid a bottle, you could get for three or four pounds in the supermarket. Yeah. Or you could get something as, I, I, I don't want to say good, yeah, but of an equivalent standard I'm not for lie. far cheaper. As someone coming from London, going to university in Leeds, I was mesmerised. I was like, oh my god, I've just spent... 80 pence on a shot, five pound, a uh, seven pound bottle of wine is nothing. That sounds great. Come back to London and your dreams are crushed. Where so. I went to the Canterbury, it was just the same. The same. It as, was well, the same as London. Not the same as Central. The same as like Croydon, Wimbledon, Spoons, <laughs> I guess. Oh man, just it'd be it'd so, still be like so it'd still be like prices. three pound fifty, four pound a pint. Yeah. Which at the time, if you don't have a job and you're Scrounging off the state. Scrounge, uh, scrounge wine. I, yeah, scrounge wine. You want the taxpayer to get value for money. So if they're loaning you the money... I think if you, you pay your taxes you, every month, you should get given a bottle of wine. Yeah. As penance for working. But that probably is a bad idea. Let's talk about why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. So we know each other because... David, you yes. are going to marry my sister next I am. year. I am going to marry uh, Georgie's big sister, producer Juliet. Yeah, I'm glad you remembered her name. That's good. Um, Juliet and David will be married next year. We thought this podcast would be a very good idea because we we know basic things about wine. Very basic things. Yeah. But we're quite interested in... Exploring more about it, I'd say. Isn't yeah, that, I think I we want to. I think we want to learn more and sort of become kind of good at it. Goodish at it. Yeah, good, that would be fine. If I was goodish, it, yeah. I'd be happy. Because I'd say people who know a lot about wine are very interesting, and yeah. they seem quite cool. No, In the right context, I want to be. I want to be, yeah. be interesting and cool. <laughs> we want to be cool, but we. What we want to say is we don't know a lot about wine. And yep. this is like, these po- 
these podcasts are going to be a journey and it's going to be talking we're going to be talking to a lot of people we know and discussing what kind of things they like um they're kind of like stories about wine our stories about wine which are really interesting um we've got a few like quizzes and games to go through as well which i think are going to be really good with me and Dave gonna like test the waters with things we don't know, like yeah, try and figure out like regions. Of it's a it's are, a learning experience. Like probably not on your basic shelves of yeah. supermarkets as well. Like we're gonna try and like steer away from like Australian Sauvignon Blancs and yeah, um, more Italian Pinot Grigios and like try and yeah, the kind of see what more obscure the better. Yeah, yeah, see obscure wines and stuff like that, so we can learn more about it which I think will be really interesting. Uh, as each episode progresses, we are presumably going to become slightly less uh, coherent. Uh, there's going to be a minimum of uh, three different ones. Yes. During the recording of each be a few podcast. Wines. So... We'll put podcast notes in every episode about what wines we're drinking. So before you start, you can have a read and drink along with us. There will also be a mystery drink segment where we don't yep. know what... Which is not have. necessarily wine. It is provided by uh, our, producers. our producers, either Katie or Juliet. Uh, yeah, the, the the mystery drink is not necessarily wine. It's just something I believe always alcoholic. Uh, but yeah, it's not necessarily wine, and it will presumably be all manner of horrors each week. Okay, so in this part, uh, we have one minute to explain everything that we know about wine. Uh, you basically, just if, even if you've heard words or phrases, uh, or, or if you have a more in-depth knowledge about wine, uh, you have one minute to get all of it out. Woo. Dave, you ready? I am, I am ready. One minute about wine. Good. Three, two, two one. Go. Uh, I know that wine comes in red and it comes in white. Uh, I know it also comes in rosé and that's generally not quite my thing, but maybe it could be. Uh, I like. I, I know that South America is quite a big producer of red wine. I don't know if it's any good at white wine. I know that France is alright at white wine. Uh, France is actually pretty good at everything. Uh, as far as I know. Uh, I know that tannins are a thing, but I don't know what they are. I know uh, that you can... Uh, a wine can become corked, and I don't really know what that means, either. Um, uh, when I've opened bottles of wine before, that I've messed up pulling the cork out, and I have dropped cork in it, but I don't think that's what that is. Uh, I know that Germany is generally not recognised for wines, but I know that Riesling is a thing. Okay. Georgie. Okay. So, what I know about wine, there's a lot, but Riesling, very famous for sweet wine, very famous for dry wine, and red wine, very good South America, like Dave said, like Chilean wine. Don't know why. Want to find out? And um, Australians have ruined Chardonnay. It's disgusting. Super oaky. But rest of Chardonnay is super nice. So we want to work out why that is. Um, there's the champagne method. Not all wines. Not all sparkling wines do this. Some wines do. Don't know why. Um, 
the Loire Valley has really, really good wine. Very famous wines in France. There's old world and new old wines. Like, that's weird. Um, the first time I met you was yes. at the Eurostar gate. It was at, uh, yeah, the what, whichever station it is that takes you to France. St. Pancras? St. Pancras. Near the piano. He was introduced to me as this guy. I believe <laughs> that I became this guy later on in yeah, that trip. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I, I remember I got there really late because I ran straight from work. Um yeah. And I was really stressed, so we're like literally getting on the um getting straight on the Eurostar and I was like, I don't know who I that guy is. I stank of BO. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I don't hate. <laughs> We I remember I left work at about two o'clock that day to get a train which was at presumably about half past five and I started my journey on the bus with a tin of monster and half a bottle of whiskey. Mm. I needed a bit oh, you knew of Louise. Uh, Courage. I knew Louise. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Louise, Louise Arthur, if you're listening, hey. Hi. Also, James Louise. Arthur, if you're listening, you didn't go on that trip. Yeah. And if he had and gone look, on that trip, what happened. I wouldn't have met you guys. So This podcast wouldn't be happening if you hadn't gone on that trip, so thank you. Um, so yeah, big step in your life. Yeah, it was a big step in my life. I've never done uh, a, a trip like that before. Would you say before. it changed your life? Sorry, uh, question for the audience. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I actually think it, like, weirdly, I think, really had, hearing had, the stories made me think. Had I not gone on that Would you say that trip changed your life? Yeah. Thank you. It had my friend not been able to... Sorry, had my friend gone on that trip, I would have never met either of you guys. I never would have been to Paris and returned to Paris for a really good music festival. And... I would never have seen a rugby game. This is like yeah. a yeah. wedding. Because <laughs> that's the reason we were there. We were there for the um, crushing for a, a very disappointing game. Very disappointing yeah. game. That was shite. However, the rest of Paris, fantastic. We were trashed. I drank saw fantastic wine the whole weekend, which was good. What I saw of Paris was a pub, another pub, a club next to the hotel. Belushi's, thank you. <laughs> Belushi's. Uh, the, the hotel above Belushi's, where we were staying, uh, the toilet, and then a pub, a pub, a pub, a pub, a pub, the Stade de France, a pub, a pub, and a pub. And then the Eurostar. And the Eurostar. I smashed a bottle of wine. I was trying to bring home a bottle of wine. Shout out to, to uh, <laughs> Shout out to, what was the guy's They gave me what was the guy's The guy, oh, so we went as a group of, like, 25 guy on our train i can't remember his name but it's very funny. he tried to kick us off he, us he told us he told us that the and eurostar was going to make an extra stop at yeah, leon they were going to throw us off the- <laughs> they were going to kick us off at a stop that this train was not stopping at. we'll remember his name we bought a garage on the train we bought a cheese wire on the train I don't know how you can bring a cheese bar on the Eurostar, but we did. But I had a great trip. I was like 5am at the Eiffel Tower. Just you did like, tourism. Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did late not. night tourism, did tourism in Paris. I recommend highly because no one's there. 
Arc de Triomphe, 4 a.m. No cue. I mean, it's normally not cute because it's a roundabout. We went to the Arc de Triomphe and it was rubbish. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was covered in roadworks. Do you and know there what? Were I, I recommend there. Google Images. I You can travel yeah. the world without leaving the comfort of your own life. Like a stamp. A bit like a stamp. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> The Queen's face has been all over the place. Yeah, she's she's, she she wouldn't know half the places she her face has ended up. She knows a lot though. She knows a lot. I think so. Well, she's old. Yeah. She's gonna know. Yeah. Well, about, I hope when I'm old, I about know the older days. I but also the newer days. I, I yeah, but we know about the newer days. We know a lot about the newer days. Um. So should we talk about some guests that we're gonna have on? Yeah. Louis Theroux, <laughs> uh, one day the Louis, Queen. If you're listening, James oh, Acaster, James uh, Acaster, Joe uh, Lysett, please. Joe Lysett. Uh, we want to have uh, James Hetfield, uh, all of Cannibal Corpse, Chris Ramsey, <laughs> uh, and maybe Kesha. Um, big shout out to That's Kesha. That's my wish list. Kesha's our probably biggest person we want on here. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't know. I like Stormzy. Producer Katie met Stormzy in Once with McDonald's and everyone was trying to like take pictures of him and she just tapped, she likes, because she's so short, she snuck around everyone and tapped him, not even on the shoulder because she couldn't reach, but just his arm and turned around and was like, I'm a really big fan of your work. <laughs> and Excellent. he was like, you're great. And Dylan, Dylan producer Katie's boyfriend, was like, she saw you at Glastonbury, and he hugged her, and it sounded great. It sounds great. We, I decided I was with her about four minutes beforehand, and uh, opted to get an Uber home. You idiot! And we got, and we, and we got a was like, "Come to McDonald's." I'm I, like, no. I like Stormzy, but the kebab that I had that night was one of the, the greatest experiences of my entire life. That doesn't help us trying to get Stormzy on the podcast. You really uh, but Stormzy, <laughs> if you're listening, if you can bring me a Stormzy. kebab, you're on. Maybe we can describe each other as a type of wine. I think I know you quite well. Okay. And a wine that I know quite well is uh, the Sainsbury's own brand Fuck red you. wine. The taste the difference, though. Like not taste the, the difference. Not, I'm just saying the one that I know. Not the not the I like you. I, I don't. I don't like you. You don't like me. <laughs> I just hang out with you because you're cheap. <laughs> Let's not, everything let's about not that. We're putting that in. Oh my god. I, I was going somewhere good with it, I promise. There, is, I don't know. there was nothing good about it. You are okay. Alright, fine. <laughs> you are alright, you're Sainsbury's. Taste difference. White wine. <laughs> He's doing it again. Oh, okay. okay, fine. I'm gonna say what me. I okay, I'm trying to I think what wine I was gonna be really nice. One of my favourite wines is this red wine that I bought for my dad for his birthday a few years ago. Right. Really nice. Like, quite, it's got quite, like, a good taste to it. Not, like, a really light red. Like, a, yeah. it's a full body, you describe it. 
um, but it's called Fat Bastard Red. So that's, that's, how, how, you I, to that's how I me. describe you. Yeah. Thanks, man. Fat Bastard Red. I am. Uh, I would. Uh, that's a compliment. I so would take that as a compliment. Least, it's you deserve. I'd like to be that. a cute the little fact you Call me the same two spaces. <laughs> Should we, should we talk about our first episode and who we're going to have on? Yes. So our first episode, we're going to have producer Juliet slash Juliet Stedman. Oh, wait. Slash. Can we say your full name? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Juliet, Juliet Stedman. Stedman. <laughs> slash Matthew Chihuahua. I'm going to be Juliet. Juliet, you still have time to back out. But, um, yeah, future As wife. it stands, <laughs> Juliet's going to marry me. Yeah. So. And that's Taste the difference. <laughs> White wine. And <laughs> taste the difference. Cheap stuff. Georgie said. I can't wait to hear what you think Juliet is as a wine. A very <laughs> nice wine. <laughs> a very, so a very nice wine. She'd be crisp and no. mean. <laughs> Please listen in, review, and like us. Is there a wine that farts in this leap? No. <laughs> also, if you, you have if you have any interesting wine stories, funny wine anecdotes, or times you got really like, pissed on wine, please email us at you had me at Merlot at hotmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories. <laughs> Do we? We'd love to we have an email address. Yeah, we'd love to hear your stories. Um, we'd like to read them out in our show. I think that'd be really cool. I so, think that'd be great. Um, yeah, you can achieve email our speech. 20 seconds of fame. Okay, I'm going to stop recording now. Hand me at Merlot. Please get in touch with our email, drink up, drink responsibly, and see you next week for our next episode.